Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This is episode 348 and we're talking about gifts for travellers. That's right. It's that time of the year really, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, we were traveling up from Christchurch. So we've been we just got back to New Zealand in the last couple of weeks. We spent a week or so in Christchurch and then we traveled up by spaceship camper van. I'll tell you about that in a little minute. But on the way back up, I was sitting on the ferry and I was thinking about gifts for travelers. And I know I feel a lot of sympathy for relatives and friends of travelers because we can be very difficult to to buy for. But Our friends and family have managed to get around this and have bought us some really great presents over the years, so I thought it might be a good topic for a podcast. Very cool. Well, before we jump into it, uh, you just mentioned this road trip. What have we been up to in the last few weeks? Yeah, so we flew into Christchurch and spent some time with Craig's parents, and then we managed to get a really good deal on a spaceship camper van. And a spaceship camper van, I'm sure you've heard us talk about it before, is uh, like a people mover car that's been converted into a camper van. So it's got uh, a bed in the back, but it drives like a car. So really, really good. Because we got a relocation deal, we only paid, I think it was a dollar a day, and they organized the ferry from the South Island to the North Island. So we just had to pay for petrol. Unfortunately, petrol, quite expensive. (laughs) It was good, though. We managed to see uh, some of my family in Wellington, Linda's up in Gisborne, and then some friends in the uh, Bay of Plenty area before uh, staying at one final Department of Conservation campsite and making it back up to Auckland, where we've spent the last few weeks. Well, probably only about two weeks. I think it's only been two weeks. It feels like longer, but the weather has been absolutely amazing. We've been so lucky, and we're staying right near the beach, so we've been able to go for walks on the beach, and it's, it's been really good. Over the weekend, I headed down to Rotorua with my friends Janine and Ange. Another friend of ours, Anna, was competing in a half Ironman uh, competition, and the idea was to be there at the finish line to watch her cross the line. But she was so speedy that she arrived, I think it was about 45 minutes before her best estimated time. So we'd planned to arrive at 12 o'clock. She'd said the earliest she'd arrive was 12.30, but she got there at 11.40, so we we definitely weren't at the finish line. (laughs) Well, rather than running, I spent my weekend doing a bit of work and heading out to a few Christmas parties. So it's been good to catch up with friends and, yeah, just kick back around the old hometown of Auckland. That's nice. And the big exciting news is that we've booked our flights back to Europe for 2018. So that's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. More about that in uh, the months to come, I'm sure. So, yeah, let's get into talking about good gifts to travelers. Now, it is the holiday season. So, You're in your last week before Christmas. If you're kind of in a bit of a stress and trying to work out what to get for the traveler in your life, we are here to help. But this information can also be useful for birthdays or other times you want to give someone a present. Absolutely. And number one is not only my favorite thing to receive and also to give, it's also one with an almost zero time turnaround. So (laughs) if you're panicked for someone, then this is probably the gift to get for Christmas this year, given that it's uh, only a week or so away. And that is to buy someone an experience, buy them a voucher for something to go and do. Yeah, so for example, you could get them a tour, for example, with a company like Context or Urban Adventures. You could buy them a food tour. We've done heaps of food tours with companies like uh, Urban Adventures as well, but also Eat the World does some really nice food tours. That's a really good one to do because it means they get to experience the location they're traveling in and have a nice lunch maybe. Yeah, and thinking about that, uh, at about this time last year, when your brother got married, we got them vouchers for a special restaurant, Dance Le Noir, which is one of these dining in the dark experiences. 
and because they were getting married in New Zealand but living over in London, we didn't want to give them stuff. We didn't want to give them more things that they had to either pay for storage in New Zealand or pack back to the UK with them. So the dinner voucher was a perfect idea. Yeah, and in the end, we ended up going with them to Dunstan North. I think we spoke about it last last podcast, and it was really fun. So yeah, I think buying a, a nice meal out could be a really good option. If the restaurant you're thinking of has vouchers that you can buy, buy them. But you could also just give them cash. I was speaking about going down to Rotorua with my friend Janine, while a colleague of hers once gave her cash to spend at a particular restaurant in Peru. So this was a really good idea because I don't, I think the restaurant did have vouchers, but the colleague thought, well, if it doesn't work out, if she can't actually get to that exact restaurant, maybe if they don't have a booking available, then she can use the cash for something else. But he said, the idea is that I want you to spend at this particular restaurant. And in the end, she did. And it was particularly good because she took me, Craig, and Angela on too. So thanks, Janine. And Janine's ex-colleague, obviously. <laughs> yeah, don't forget him or her or mm. whatever her name is. Yeah, we'll is. never forget <laughs> I got my dad a dolphin watching day cruise for Christmas last year for uh, my dad and stepmom. And uh, they... When we were down a few weeks ago, it was just about to expire. So we kind of nudged them and they decided they wanted to go and do it. And they had the great idea of buying us a dolphin watching day cruise for our Christmas this year. It was was, so inventive. Really, really great idea. It was brilliant. (laughs) So the four of us went out on the water and had an excellent day. So things that you can share with the people you're buying are great. Yeah, I think that was really nice. I mean... Although we bought it for them for last Christmas and they bought it for us for this Christmas, we managed to do it at the same time. So it was really, really fun. And oh my goodness, the dolphins were so cute. We saw so many dolphins and we even saw a baby dolphin, which was just about the cutest thing in the whole world. The dolphins were amazing. Little Hector's dolphins in Akaroa Harbour uh, in the South Island of New Zealand. Indigenous, endangered, really interesting little guys. But I also really enjoyed watching the seals just kind of floating and doing these slow turns in the water as they sunbathed. Yeah, it was really fun. Quite fun. So there are heaps of ideas for experiences you can buy people. As we've mentioned, it could be a tour, it could be a a meal out, it could be an experience like a, a dolphin watching tour. But you could also get them something like a cooking class or language lessons, maybe a theater performance. This year for Christmas, my mum's getting us a couple of uh, tickets to the Pop-Up Globe. So it's a a Shakespeare performance. I think we're going to see the Comedy of Errors, and I'm really looking forward to it. Once again, I think we got her that for Christmas last year. So she's thought, oh, you know, I I know what I can get Craig Linda for Christmas this year. (laughs) (laughs) But it's perfect. It's exactly what we want. I guess related to that, but a separate point entirely, is to buy vouchers for consumables that can be used on the road. So because, I mean, you know, a traditional Christmas gift was a CD or a DVD or going back so to even, even earlier in my childhood was like a cassette tape or a VHS. Mm-hmm. But every year, because it's the holidays, right, and because parents want to fill time, you'd get some new consumable media, some new music, some new TV shows or movies. And obviously that's gone now, <laughs> that that thing of handing over Here's a a one single item I thought you might want to watch. Mm. And so replacing that, updating that with vouchers for things like Netflix, Amazon Prime, iTunes, that kind of thing replaces that media gift. But it's also perfect for travelers because most people are going to be bringing at least a phone, maybe a tablet, maybe a laptop. 
and having some downtime, having a chance to catch up on some TV or blob out to a movie is still really important for your mental health when you're on the road. Yeah, when we're not in New Zealand, my mum often gives us iTunes vouchers and it's great. We, we spend it on movies and apps throughout the next year and every time we go to watch a movie, we say, oh, should we download this movie? And we kind of think of my mum. We think, oh, that was a nice Christmas present, you know? So it, it's the gift that keeps on giving throughout the year. You could also find them vouchers, as Craig mentioned, for, for any kind of um, media consumable or for a favorite store, maybe in the location. If they're based somewhere for a few months, you could buy a voucher for a store in that city or country. Or just um, some Amazon vouchers would always go down well. One of the things I've really appreciated this year has been all of the different headphones that I carry. Uh, <laughs> I now have, I believe I've four, maybe five different sets of headphones that I use for different things. Please which don't is buy Craig any headphones for Christmas. Kind of, uh, kind of getting embarrassing now. But mm. They all have their unique purpose and goal. But I'm sure that most travelers would appreciate a better pair of headphones than whatever they're currently carrying, because a lot of people would like to listen to us speaking while they travel. Yes. Or actually listen to other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tend to just go through headphones. I mean, for a long while, I was just buying the cheapest headphones I could find because I knew that they were going to get destroyed. Now that we have better headphones, I take better care of them so they're lasting longer. But yeah, I definitely think the headphones have been a really important part of our year this year. So there are lots of different ones you could consider. If the person you're buying for really likes listening to audiobooks or likes listening to something as they're falling asleep, some of our listeners have told us that they like to listen to podcasts as they fall asleep. And they sometimes listen to us as they fall asleep. That's that's great. The if, soothing sound of our voice. Yes. Hmm. Maybe we should uh, finish the show with some soothing music just to help people drift off to sleep. No? Well, anyway, if you know someone who listens to podcasts or audiobooks as they fall asleep, sleep phones are probably our biggest discovery for this because Craig really likes to do that. And he has been through so many pairs of headphones and I think damaged his ear canals by going to sleep with any headphones in. And so, you know, he rolls around, he rolls over the cord, things break. It's spectacular how many different ways you can break headphones in that way. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So sleep phones have been awesome. They're like a headband that you wear with a couple of thin uh, speakers inside them. And the ones that I've got at the moment are Bluetooth. So it means that I can roll around and toss and turn all night and I don't get choked to death by the cable, and I don't pull my phone off the bedside table. It's a great, great thing. They look a little bit like those 1980s sweatbands that you wear around your head. So you can actually pull them down and use them as an eye mask as well, which is what Craig does. And he originally had a pair of the original sleep phones, which have a cable. And just because we didn't treat them well enough, the, the cable got all caught up with our other electronics and it, it got destroyed. So this year he got a pair of the Bluetooth ones and it's been amazing. Plus you can actually pull out the speakers and wash the material, can't you? Yeah, of course. So, of course, yeah. So that's quite nice. Yeah, absolutely. Do that every now and again. Yeah. Now, I'm not really a big music consumer. I don't listen to a lot of music, but sometimes I really, really need headphones. And when I need them, I often want them to block out the noise of other things that are happening around me. For example, on our flight from Europe to Australia this year, there was a baby crying on the flight and it wasn't so great. Or maybe if I'm in a, a dorm room or a bunk room with a snorer, I want something that will block out the noise. 
And that's where my new headphones, which are Sennheiser CXC700 noise cancelling headphones, they've been really great because they're in-ear headphones. They're really small. They're packed down into a small case. And so if I'm not using them, they can just sit in my bag and they're not taking up a lot of space. But then when I need them, they're there. I can use them. They're wonderful. And they have all the other bits and pieces that I need as well, like a mic. And yeah, they're easy to carry. Yeah, how did you find that on the uh, on the plane? How good was the noise cancellation on those? It was amazing. So I was just fiddling around doing like setting it up because you can change the settings to how much noise cancellation you want. And yeah, it didn't feel like it was doing that much. I could still hear a bit. And then I took them out of my ears <laughs> and I was amazed by the difference, you know, because I was just turning it up, turning it up, turning up. And I was like, oh, it's not, it's not like 100%, but then it was pretty close to it when you compared it with what you could actually hear without them in your ears. Yeah, I'm sometimes shocked when I take off my new headphones. They're also from Sennheiser. They're the PXC 550 and they're uh, Bluetooth once again and they're over ear. Once again, three types of noise cancellation. So there's uh, no noise cancellation, standard noise cancellation, and then like this active mode Mm -hmm. where it's using the microphone to listen to outside noises and then actively working to balance out and cancel out that noise. And I've found that really strange, especially like on a train going into a tunnel, you know, you get that kind of noise when Mm -hmm. you go in. Well, with these, you'll only hear the first like bit of a second of it Uh before the software catches up and realizes that that big noise is there uh-huh. and then it minimizes it. Oh, that's so, so cool. It's, it's quite funny. Like I think that's the most extreme version of that that I've seen is uh, in a train going into a tunnel. How interesting. It's pretty cool. But yeah, these I think are, they've obviously been designed with travel in mind. They're not just noise cancelling headphones. They're designed specifically for travelers. So uh, they fold down quite well for over-ear mm. headphones. Uh, they have the Bluetooth option, which is great, but they also come with a high-quality cable that you can plug in to the in-flight entertainment system on a plane, for example. And normally when you do that, when you're sitting, listening, uh, watching a movie or listening to something on a plane entertainment system and the PA system comes on uh-huh. and you're ear canals explode with the pain because Uh it's so much louder than the volume of the movie you've been watching. Mm -hmm. It's just so painful. But these have a setting inside them, just like noise cancellation, that will listen out for aeroplane PAs specifically Uh and redo the volume on them to bring them down to a you know, like a more listenable set of decibels. That's great. So it doesn't hurt your ears. That's wonderful. I thought that was so cool. I read about them online and it was only these flights coming back uh, to New Zealand that I had a chance to use them for the first time. Mm Because in Europe, we're flying with uh, a lot of budget airlines that didn't have in-flight entertainment. Yeah, but coming back, I was like, ha ha ha. That is awesome. so cool. Awesome. Yeah, my headphones also had an adapter to be able to plug into the in-flight entertainment system. So that was good. Instead of just having one ear, you know, you had both of the ears. So that was really good. Yeah, so those Sennheiser. Um, so mine I know is the PXC 550, which are the over-ear ones. And mm-hmm. what were your in-ear ones? The CXC 700. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, they have been amazing this year. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, going from the ultra high-tech to the absolute other side of things. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I always appreciate getting for Christmas, it sounds boring, but socks. Socks. Socks and undies, actually. You know, they're kind of the cliched 
what do you want for Christmas thing. And actually, you know, there is a reason why people give socks and undies for Christmas. It's because they're actually quite useful. I mean, every traveler needs good socks. It's so important. You're going to be on your feet a lot. You're going to be walking a lot. So I think getting technical, I mean, you're saying this is not high tech, but socks can be very high tech, you know, getting some technical socks like smart wool or other socks from a specialist hiking store can be a really good choice. Yeah, you notice it after you've been walking around town all day uh, in the same shoes. If you're wearing good socks or bad socks, some people are listening to us going, oh, whatever. And other people have already heard the great gospel of wearing good socks. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But yeah, getting expensive socks. I mean, smart wool socks are, I think, in New Zealand, they're around 50 New Zealand dollars, so around 30, 35 US per pair. And so they're not things that you're just go out and go, I need a new pair of socks. They're kind of, oh, I need a new pair of socks Mm -hmm. kind of purchases. It can really improve your travel experience. And especially if the person you're buying for is a budget traveler and isn't likely to buy really nice socks, it can really make their travels a lot better. Definitely. However, I would point out that socks are a little bit boring. So you might want to add a box of chocolates or something else to the gift when you hand it over. Chocolates are always good. And in fact, that's our next thing to give is consumables. And uh, I think that getting consumables, unless I'm getting like specialist gear that I've already pre-chosen and asked for, apart from that, getting good wine, good whiskey, nice chocolate, getting consumables is awesome. Yeah, definitely. I think food and drink is a really, really good gift because either you can consume it together and have a nice experience Or if they're away, maybe you can get them a box of things from home and it can be a a good memory or a really nice, as you say, a nice bottle of wine or a nice bottle of whiskey to to enjoy while they're away. I remember once when we were in Jerez, we made friends with uh, our friend's mum and our friend's mum's friends had a, a winery and they gave us a bottle of sherry from their bodega and it was awesome. Unfortunately, we were having to leave pretty soon, but we managed to decant some of the wine into little tiny bottles which we could carry on board. And then we enjoyed the rest of it with a group of friends. And it was just one of those experiences that, you know, I'm I'm not going to forget. Yeah, it was cool. And so going the other way as well, if you've got someone that's just returned home from an overseas trip and is pining for it a little bit, you could trawl around the kind of foreign sections of supermarkets and specialist stores in your neighborhood and put together a basket of flavors from places that they've been in the recent past or maybe the distant past. But I reckon that's also a really nice way to help bring back those memories and reminisce, tell some good stories and eat some good food. Yeah, I remember once I was in an Asian supermarket and I found a can of grass jelly drink. And I remember when I was in Malaysia with my with my family when I was about 11, my parents made me drink this drink and I really hated it. I hated it so much. And so I bought a can for my dad to remind him of our experience in Malaysia and also kind of go, you made me drink that, you know. And I gave it to him and he's like, oh, thanks, Linda. I really like this. So it kind of backfired on me because, you know, I wasn't really trying to say, here is something you might enjoy. (laughs) But yeah, he enjoyed it. Another great option for gifts for travelers is to pick up some really nice traveling clothes. So traveling clothes should be nice and light. They should be quick drying. Uh, They should look stylish in a wide variety of situations. And preferably they should be as wrinkle-free as man can make material. Yeah. 
No irons. We do not want to take irons with us when we travel. I think when we first started traveling, we were considering taking a travel iron. I think we, I'm sure we did actually, because I remember using it uh, when we were in Malta for six months. Yeah. I remember ironing clothes with this little iron. Gosh, that was a poor life choice. (laughs) We've learned a lot about traveling clothes since then. So yeah, exactly what Craig said, lightweight, wrinkle-free, stylish. And there are some companies that make some really good traveling clothes. Craig will only wear Bluffworks trousers now. I think you've got like four or five pairs. Yeah, I think we first got sent a pair for me to review ages ago. I can't even remember how long ago, ago it was. It was ages. And since then, every couple of years, I've bought a new pair to replace, you know, the, the ones that are, are fading and getting older. And they're just really good hard-wearing material. Uh, they stay wrinkle-free until they get wrinkly, and then they go really wrinkly for a while. You have to, yeah. like, iron it out over a few weeks, mm-hmm. and then they'll stay wrinkle-free for ages more. I'm sure there must just be one setting in washing yeah. machines that wrinkle them up again. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Bluffworks for trousers have been great. I've got a couple of their shirts as well, uh, which are Good, but not as amazingly wonderful I as think, the trousers are. I think they were phasing them out anyway. So, well, they've got different styles. So uh-huh. the the long sleeve ones that I got, uh, they were phasing out, mm-hmm. but they've brought in other new ones which oh, I cool. haven't tried yet. Nice. So yeah, so they're really good. But on the on the top end at the moment, I've been really enjoying uh, some t-shirts from Outlier, which are a, a New York clothing company. And Bluffworks is as well, actually. Mm. What is this thing with New York clothing companies making clothes I like? Um, Maybe we should spend some time in New York. Yeah, maybe it's time to go back. So, yeah, so they make these amazing merino wool T-shirts. And it's ironic, coming from New Zealand, which is where merino is, yeah, is kind of most widely grown. It's a type of sheep, so I can get away with saying grown. <laughs> yeah, Merino's a huge deal here in New Zealand. But these shirts that are coming out of New York from Outlier have just been awesome. T-shirts, hyper lightweight Merino, really nicely cut, suits me well. And the great thing about woolen shirts is you can wear them on a hot day and they keep you cool. And you can wear them on a cool day and they keep you warm. Yeah, And they don't get as smelly as synthetics can. So they last a little bit longer. Yep. Alaya does some nice trousers and you've got a nice pair of shorts as well. And they also do some really nice travel towels that are made of linen. And so they're a little bit heavier than some travel towels, but they look really stylish and they also dry quite quickly. And once again, they don't hold smells as much as some microfibers do. Yeah. You know, the towels I was was pretty 50-50 on when I first saw them. But the more that I'm using the uh, the one that I've got, it's kind of a beach towel size, but it's the weight of, I don't know, something much, much lighter, mm. right? You think of a beach towel, you think of a reasonably heavy towel, but this very fine linen is yeah really light, so it still goes in my travel bag, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's a bit heavier than a microfiber towel. Yeah. Not much, but it's just so much better yeah. in so many little ways, like comfort and usage and the way it sits and Mm -hmm. everything yeah other ideas for clothes for travelers uh craig you've got a really nice shirt from mountain design that you've had for a while yeah yeah i wish i could they've kind of stopped selling in new zealand so much and i haven't seen them around the place Mm. but um yeah i'm I'm kind of hanging out looking for a mountain design store so i can go and buy a couple more of those shirts i've got a couple of things from north face that i really like but sadly travel clothes for women I, i just find it really hard to find them They're really hard to come by. So if you find a company that makes lightweight, comfortable, crease-free, 
particularly women's trousers, but also tops, please let me know. One thing I really do love is my, I have a wraparound silk skirt. I had one previously and it, well, I used it so much that it disintegrated. So now I've got one. I think I stole it off my mum. Thanks, mum. But um, it's a really good item to have in my bag because you can dress it up or down and it packs down, you know, it's, it's wrinkle free. And um, so that's a really useful item. It's also reversible. So reversible silk skirt is a really good item for a female traveler. And I also love scarves. It's something that you can throw in your bag and change an outfit quite quickly. Also, I get quite cold, so any kind of scarf is useful for me. So yeah, either of those, a silk skirt or a um, a scarf could be a nice gift for the female traveler in your life. Yeah, and if that all sounds too hard shopping for someone else's fashion, then accessories are always worth considering. Things like hats, gloves, watches, little packing bags, uh, wallets, the hyper light bags that pack down into nothing and expand mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, they're uh, great. Yeah, little bits of jewellery. We've received and loved all of these kinds of things and your recipient probably will too. Yeah. So getting towards the end of our podcast, we've just got a few other ideas for what you can get for the traveller in your life. Uh, for me, one of my best gifts was a Kindle. As we've talked about before, I like to read quite a bit. And at one point, we unpacked my carry-on size bag and found, was it 12 books? It was at about, least. It was about 12 least. books and three or four notebooks. And a couple of them were big, serious textbooks that probably weighed a kilo each. Oh, yeah. So uh, the Kindle probably saved my bag, and it's great for traveling. Yeah. The, a bunch of friends got me a Kindle for my 30th birthday, I think, which mm-hmm. was the first Kindle I got. And it didn't arrive in the post in time. So I was presented with a block of wood <laughs> with the screen drawn on and a bunch of keys drawn on with a marker pen. It took me a while to figure out what they had actually bought me. But, you know. <laughs> it was very amusing. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sporks and fold-down plates are something that I have just found so much utility in our travel life. Use them all of the time, every week in some ways, and sometimes dozens of times a day. So I always find if there's someone going away that maybe isn't the most practical and could do with a little bit of help Mm -hmm. or splits their time between outdoorsy activities and urban travel activities, Mm. then sporks and fold-down plates, uh, cups, all of that kind of stuff – is great. We're still using the Oracaso set that uh, we've talked about a few times in the past. Great gift. Yeah, that was given to us by my sister and her husband in, I think it was 2005, for Christmas 2005. So that has definitely been an excellent gift. 12 years later, still going. Yeah, yeah. So there are heaps of things. Maybe if the traveler in your life has a specialist hobby, you could get them specialist gear for that. Uh, I know that when we're hiking, having a pocket knife is really useful. It's not so good for traveling if you're traveling carry-on size because it will get confiscated very quickly. But uh, yeah, things like these packed down plates could be really useful, a tent, something like this that they need for their hobby could be really great. Yeah, and thinking of carry-on, it's always really nice and kind of a common gift to get some perfume or some aftershave or something, you know, like that Yeah, because, you know, you smell. Thanks, Greg. No worries. Uh, But yeah, but that's a really common gift and a really nice gift. It's a little bit of luxury in your life. 
But when buying for a traveller, please remember that anything over 100 uh, millilitres, they're not going to be able to take on a plane with them. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really hard because especially these nicer luxury kind of perfumes and things that you might want to give as a gift, they don't often come in small travel size packs. Sometimes you can get a like a gift pack of five little tiny perfumes. And for me, I think that would be a really nice gift because you can take two or three of them with you this trip and then maybe one or two of them on the next trip, just leave the rest in storage. So yeah, something like that. But yeah, there are, there are lots of great gifts out there for travelers. Let us know if you have any ideas, if you've received a gift that was absolutely the perfect gift for a traveler. Go to IndieTravelPodcast.com, find the show notes and leave a comment, or you can email us mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Awesome. You can also find us at facebook.com slash indie travel or twitter.com slash indie travel. We'd love to chat and see you there. So have a great Christmas and an excellent New Year's and we'll see you in 2018. Until next time, travel well.